0: Aloha, Kohala. It's 3 o'clock here, March 3rd. The calendar says March 2nd, but we know it's March 3rd. 303 And you're listening to KNKRLP, 96.1 FM Kohala. This is Isla Allgood and... Mikel Anna. With Intuitive Talk Story. I'll fix that in a moment. Okay. But in the meantime... Hello. Happy
1: Wednesday to you. Happy first Wednesday of March.
0: Yeah. We're in Magical March. Magical March. And I I was watching something today that was talking about how each moment of each day this month is extremely valuable. Now, every day is valuable, but there was some kind of extra energy happening in Hmm. March.
1: And where did you, where were you reading? That was
0: uh, a YouTube by Lori Ladd. Somebody I look at sometimes, it just resonates and for me. And did she expand? And Did she expand?
1: On that concept. Why? Why uh,
0: so? Um, I don't know. I don't want to try to intellectualize it. It's just, she it's talked just about magical. it. And it, felt, it felt right to me. You know, we listen, and that's what w- anyone who's listening today, you hear what we say, and you see what resonates for you and your body, and you say, oh, yeah, or... No, that's not that's not my truth. Mm-hmm. So we're not here to tell anybody anything. We're here to have intuitive talk story, what comes to us, what we feel is valuable. And if you want to share something that you feel is valuable, call us.
1: We'd love to hear from
0: you. We would. 808 I got the phone right here,
1: either with a question or a comment. So today what kinda was on my mind Um, I've been cleaning house and rearranging and um, creating new spaces and getting rid of old things, and I think that that's um, a really Mm. metaphorical concept to go out with the old, in with the new, get rid of what's not serving you, get rid of the things that are cluttering your space the things that aren't you're not using anyway mm-hmm. and that are no longer necessary and I feel like metaphorically speaking magical march is kind of a time for spring cleaning and we could think of time mm-hmm. to think of what's not serving us on all sorts of levels and one of the things that came up this week was limiting beliefs i've spoken with a number of clients this week about limiting beliefs and how just that alone already stops you from going anywhere forward. Mm. So whenever you find yourself saying, oh, I couldn't do that. Oh yeah, I don't know, I couldn't, I could never. I could never have that, I could never, I could have, never have that. Yeah. I could never do that, yeah. I could never, all, and on. Right there, you know, oh, I'm engaging in a limiting belief. And, the, and always ask a question. Like, so I could never do that. Could I? I mean, could I? Mm. Perhaps I could. Mm-hmm. Is it? Is that really the case? This is how it works, is it? Right? So to question your beliefs, question what comes out of your mouth about yourself. Like what am I, what am I speaking about myself? I'm like, you know, we'll we'll keep ourselves in a container. So this limiting belief concept, if you can, of we've talked about it before, of course, yeah. but you know, stocking our minds and thinking that in terms of I'm cleaning out the beliefs that no longer serve me as I'm ready to expand into a new, fresh, clean space in my mind, body, spirit. And, you know, as we, we can do that physically around us, which helps us to do that within the mind, body, spirit. Because if we're in a clean space, then we can think more clearly, right? When there's a lot of clutter, it's harder to think. So the more we think of just being with the moment mm-hmm. and with what is, And what's right in front of you, how can I meet this moment that also helps us to release struggle Mm -hmm. when, because we struggle is in getting ahead of ourselves or getting behind ourselves. We get into the past or the present and that's where the struggle lives because there's the, oh no, the worry. Um, Maybe I don't have enough money. Maybe this, I'm worried about what I'll have later. Instead of right in this moment, everything's fine. Everything's okay. I have what I need here and now. And if I put my attention on what doesn't serve me and I clear it out and then I focus on what does on creating a beautiful space around myself or a beautiful environment for thinking, then I'm focusing my energy on what it is I want and the direction I'm going. And therefore, the things that are going to support me in that endeavor start to show up. Mm -hmm. Well, as you're talking about that, lots of things popped up for me
0: uh when you said you know w- clearing out what doesn't work for me will make space for what does work for me and a lot of people don't know exactly what they want mm-hmm. or what how to how to even find what they want but one way you can get there is to clear out what you don't want what you don't want a lot of people know what they don't want they don't want this job they don't want this relationship they don't want It could be the car. I mean, it doesn't have to be big and profound. It can be very simple.
1: It can be the stuff. You've been like my play. I mean, the stuff I save just because I think someone's going to need that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like to throw stuff away. I have stuff that's like, you know, I need to give it away. But that's the other part. Maybe you're like me and you feel a little bit of, I don't like to, to... to lit- I try to take care of what I get, right? Like yeah. I want to use it again or give it to someone else. So I have a hard time just throwing something away because w- I'm not really throwing it away. It's just going into the landfill over right. there. And that's creating a whole nother situation. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's always complications, but we can find repurposing. I, I'm repurposing a lot of things at my house right now and right. then actually getting rid of things too. So it feels good, but we have to let go in order to let do that. And go. then that brings us to a attachments yeah which plays a pretty big part in a lot of these limiting beliefs mm-hmm. a really easy one would to figure would be and i've used this example before but it's just so good my bad hip you know i got yeah. that bad hip and it's been like that since the horse fell on me like when and i was 19 and right there's, there's and this the is limiting not my belief story this is, is a limiting belief
0: right nothing i can't it's not going to get better
1: it's not going to get better and nobody can help me right and you're just speaking that for 20 years, yeah. and then you wonder why your hip hurts. And so that limiting belief is creating the hip. But, aha, there's an attachment there to the hip and the limiting belief because, believe it or not, getting something out of that.
0: You know, it like, serves you it somehow. It serves me
1: somehow. On some level, there's something getting, getting received. Maybe it's attention. My grandkid is like, oh, they open the door for me all the time. They do extra for yeah. me. You know, maybe it's a little sympathy. Maybe yeah. it's because really I'm feeling like I never got enough, or I feel like I'm a victim. That mm-hmm. goes a lot with some of those. The, you know, trauma like trauma mm-hmm. i've gone through trauma i don't feel good about myself i feel insecure i don't maybe i don't feel like i'm worthy to be in a good body and feel good about myself maybe I'm not i don't feel like i deserve to feel healthy and, phys- and be able to move in this vessel so all of those beliefs start to play in to our attachment to the injury right because you're The first, I don't feel worthy, so I I don't deserve to feel good. So that belief creates the attachment Mm -hmm. to the injury because it's serving me and feeding this program that I'm running around not being worthy or good enough to have health and wellness in my being. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, and also while you were talking, I was thinking about fear. Um, uh, This was something else I saw today that really resonated for me, which is... If, if we have something like the bad hip and we've been living with that for, I don't know, five weeks or five years or 25 years, um, who are we going to be without it? Right. Then what are we going to do? Then what might we need to do? How might my life change if the hip is healed? Am I going to have to start doing, am I going to have to go back to work Maybe it kept you. Am I gonna have to show up? Yeah. And sometimes
1: we're scared of showing up and being in our greatness. Because it's it's scarier to rise to the occasion than it is to sit in the shadows sometime, right? Right. To rise up and do that. So then if I heal myself, uh oh, now my grandkids are gonna want me to take them places (laughs) or whatever it might be, you know.
0: Right. New expectations or new and that's part of limiting beliefs. Maybe my family is gonna expect something new of me and I, I, I don't want things to change. I want things to stay the same. But we're in a huge transition time in humanity, and this is not the time to play small. This is the time to play big and to look at those things. And w- again, we're we're sharing with you from a place of wanting to champion you to be your best self. That's it, be the best happiest, most joyful, most grandest version of whoever you are. That's right. Yeah, and, and it's a process, and we all have all of these things that we're dealing with in different ways.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely, and then I was gonna say, when you were talking about um, the change, and know nothing's gonna change, maybe you don't want something to change, yeah. um, I was actually in session this week with a client, doing uh, and, and we do a lot of, you know this is the work that gets done in session right you do spiritual peeling away looking at mm. what am I really running what's really happening what am I doing here and so um the victim program le- is really that that phrasing comes up if you're someone that hears that like things will never change this is as good as it gets this is all it's going to be it'll never be better if you hear that in your mind that's not you just FYI yeah. that's actually the victim program the, uh, the victim emotion, you can call it all different things. It's an energy of victim. Mm-hmm. And like a, each energy kind of has phrases that it likes to say, honestly, because they're like little programs that run in your computer, yeah. and they have catchphrases. And one of them is, is that, like, this is as good as it gets, and that doesn't get any better than this. Nothing ever changes. When you can dispel this belief real quickly by realizing that the universe is in constant change. Whenever mm-hmm. you you're in a sm- place where your mind is taking you into a really narrow hallway, if you can go real big all of a sudden, and you know, she says it's time to go big. Go big in your mind. Go, just go big in your mind and yeah. expand it out. And go. Wait, we're on the planet. Wait, I'm in. A, I'm in. A, I'm in Hawaii, or I'm in Denver, or I'm in wherever you are. And then expand it out. And then I'm in a country. And then I'm on an Earth. And then we're like in a galaxy and then in a whole like universe. And you realize that everything is constantly changing. In fact, nothing can ever stay the same because it's constantly expanding and growing and moving. Look at a plant outside. It doesn't stay stagnant. It's shifting. It's growing. It has stages. Everything has stages. The sun is moving and setting. The moon. Mm. Everything is in cycles. So there's nothing that stays stagnant. So you can tell your program voice like, out. you're wrong actually, sorry, everything changes. So yeah. I don't believe that, I'm not gonna buy into that. Mm-hmm. And then if you take that a step further and you've listened to some of the stuff we've spoken about before or perhaps checked out my channel, there are tools for this kind of stuff which gets into where is it really coming from? What set in that victim? Where is there a wound where you were victimized, traumatized, mm-hmm. enslaved? I mean, there's other lifetimes, You're not just dealing with this lifetime. In my belief system, Mm -hmm. there's many lifetimes and you're dealing with many things. And so it may be things you can't even see or touch with your own physical mind, but you might be able to put your hands on your body like we've talked about before. Mm -hmm. Get in touch with that inner self, that little girl, little boy within you, and find out where that drama, trauma is really coming from. And this is one thing I wanted to share with that. Uh, it's a real easy process to do it honestly is when you're in your meditation if you're not familiar with meditation just really getting into a quiet place even just getting into a place where you're sitting with yourself and you're open and willing to to be with you that it's simple as that close your eyes put your hands on your body and ask yourself like what's really going on what am I really feeling here Mm mm-hmm and then there's, if you, if your little girl or little boy shows up, you have a feeling or, you know, my father did this or this or that, you might see or feel or sense into a moment. And then you can think of it this way, like everything is happening now. So think of, there's all these memory rooms, like dimensional rooms and you're, you know, you're going through your mind. It's all now. So literally your, your pearl your power, your belief about yourself is sitting on the floor in that memory room. There's your father, you as a little girl, and the pearl on the floor, just sitting there. So when you close your eyes, just going to that room where that memory sits, freezing it, and then you can actually work with it. You can pull it away, you, you allow yourself to see that the oppressor, per se, uh, in that scenario, has no more tools than you do, that they're also a child on a journey, they're also just trying to figure it out like you are, and they can't really give you what you're looking for because they can't give it to themselves. Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, you realize, oh, because well, they can't help me, and he's dealing with his own hurts and wounding, mm-hmm. and that's why he's even acting this way. And then you're giving to your, your child, you see yourself there, you're holding yourself, And reaching into like, no, you are worthy. You are good enough. You're valued. I love you. I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to be here for you. We've got this together. And then you want to intentionalize seeing that pearl just kind of breathe into like a crown on your head, a belt, an armband, right into your, your mind and your heart, whatever you like to do it. And see that oppressor go on a purple light and just send it away from you and move it out. And you can do this process through as many memories as you want. And you are literally collecting your pearls. And I've spoken of this before, but once you do that, now you're just neurally cutting away programming in your mind of those places, the limiting beliefs that you would go to in the past. You're catching them and reframing them.
0: That um, when you were talking about that from the past, uh, I wrote down ancestral trauma, um, that there are things that are, you know, maybe our parents and grandparents, let's not go all the way back. It gets kind of <laughs> complex, but, you know, uh, like you were talking about, maybe your mom or your dad or your grandparents, uh, maybe they didn't have the most stellar behavior. And there were things that really upset you and traumatized you that you've kind of held on to by by looking at it from a different perspective, that, that they were going through their own thing, that they were doing the best they could at the time. Maybe they had mental illness that nobody knew about, maybe a, a million things. And to be able to just know that they were doing the best they could, and now it's my responsibility to kind of break that pattern for this generation so that we can be free to be who we are. Uh, and in doing that, I have found it's helped me to look back at anybody in my past and really love them unconditionally because I wouldn't be where I am today without all of the things that happened. And I'm grateful to be where I am. So it's it's kind of looking backwards but then being present with what, what we have right now, where we are right now, and being really, just like you can love unconditionally someone else, to, to do that for yourself. Um,
1: well, that's really the crux of it. So yeah. that, that goes back to like, that's the whole gig, yeah. right? Forgiveness and love. Yeah. So the process that we're talking about is peeling away trauma, right? That's the first process. These are releasing emotional trauma wounding. For those of us who've been through emotional trauma, I was one of those people. So I had to do these processes and mm-hmm. really work through trauma. Um, not everyone has massive trauma, but we all have little traumas because even just um, small things, you may think, well, I have a great life. I'm Everything's good. Well, great, that's awesome. And what we get to look at is, but am I, do I feel any places where I'm still not loving fully every part of me? Mm. Or forgiving as you just brought up, which is also the really next key after we're picking up our pearls or in the process, we have to forgive the person. We Mm -hmm. have to release them in order to let them go. We have to forgive them. And a real simple thing to realize there is you're not forgiving that person for them. You're forgiving them for you because you're the person that carries around the hate, the anger, the resentment. Hmm. They're just like, whatever, right? Usually they don't care, but you're the one that's suffering because you're holding on to this pain or this angst. So it's not about the other person. It doesn't mean, oh, I forgive them. I condone them. I think that was good. It doesn't mean any of those things. It just means I'm allowing myself to learn what it is I got to learn from the experience to see the reflection because There is always one reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. Everything is that. And then work with that and then forgive and let go. Because the ultimate, what ultimately this first part we're talking about, I mean, there's many doors, but this door that we are often talking about because it's really applicable for most Most people out here right now, most of us have gone, we need to get through these doors of love, compassion, and Mm -hmm. forgiveness. That's really the door to get through in ourselves so that we can feel really enlivened about who we are, what we're doing each day, feeling confident, at peace, Mm -hmm. content in your being, and creating a vibrant, harmonious, new earth reality together.
0: Yeah, nothing small about that, huh? (laughs) When you were talking about the, uh, the, you know, what you may have gone through or what someone else may have gone through, one of the things that I see people do sometimes is they minimize their own uh, traumatic experiences because they compare to somebody else. That oh well I didn't have it as bad as she had it or he had it or they had it, so I don't I can't complain. So it's really not about complaining. Mm-hmm. It's just about healing what yeah and what might have sent me into a tailspin at 18 may not have sent you into a tailspin at 18 so how we're affected by different things in our life no judgment just recognize it heal it love it love yourself and move and let it go forgive and move on
1: so that that kind of brings for me I was uh, talking with a student the other day and I was we were talking about certain things and then for me it kind of like, well, all those things are included if you come into a foundational belief. So if you can wrap your head around this, (laughs) a foundational belief is that this is entirely an energetic game. This Mm. is a spiritual reality. You are a spirit having a physical, you know, experience, but you are a soul having a physical experience in this third dimensional reality here on planet earth. And if you see it first foundationally from that point of view, then that means that your spiritual practice, your meditation, being in touch with yourself, self-reflection, all these things we are talking about are your primary thing. They're literally the only thing, really, in my world. I mean, I do a lot of things, but my foundation is built upon my spiritual practice, and it has been since I was little, really. Honestly, faith has been my number I always I've always had faith and I'm so grateful (laughs) because it's a beautiful thing and but the that foundational Belief that we are a spirit having a physical experience means you approach everything differently. It means mm. you approach it from I'm going to do my meditation, get clear, fill myself up, be connected to divine source, my own God energy, source light, and then go out and connect and be filled. I'm working, you know, to mm. heal. I've been, I had, I have been working all these years, and honestly feeling that, yes, I am here. I've healed myself, which feels amazing to say. Like I have healed myself Mm -hmm. to come into a place of feeling like, enlivened and peaceful and content each and every day so I do know it's possible because I do come from trauma it has not always been this way those of you who might know me might think oh but you know you're always so vibrant or, she's always so blah blah but it hasn't always been that way right. I, I worked to get here you yeah. know it, it was a peel away yeah. and I'm still working on My delivery, my communication, (laughs) I can be so blunt. I mean, we all have our places. So, you know, I get to work on those still and, you know, and really get to show up for myself and hope that people around me, too, can be patient with me as Mm -hmm. I learn how to be more patient, too. So we're always working on something. And that's kind of the beautiful thing when we realize that everyone's working on something there is there is no judgment cuz we are one. Mm-hmm. See I- if you're going into hierarchy it's still the master slave programming of this system yeah. kind of so to speak. So y-
0: Right, nobody's better than. Nobody no kno- nobody n- even knows more because we all have access intuitively to this amazing amount of wisdom that is in the universe
1: i would they say that's yes and no nobody you're right we all have access but not all of us are accessing it so it's not that Mm -hmm. someone has more capacity Mm -hmm. or more ability that's not true we're all part i mean i'm not saying you're saying that but we're all a diamond we're all a facet of that diamond we each have this unique mixture of the whole that is specifically us right but we also have experience that like think of a stream. Like from starting from the source, it starts to flow down. I might be a droplet in the middle of that stream. Mm-hmm. You might be a droplet almost to the end of that stream. Mm-hmm. And then someone else is a droplet just starting at the beginning of the stream. Right. So it's not that any being is better than or any of those things, but there are differences, and we can honor those, and this is something our culture doesn't do well, to be honest, that other cultures do. They honor, there are differences, like spiritual, like Chinese cultures, the cultivation Taoism, these cultures you honor that there are levels of learning. It's not better than, it's levels of learning, and in knowing those levels, then if I know that, gosh, you're, like, here's an example, there's this great book I read a million years ago, it's called 2150. It was written in the 70s, and it was based on this concept of dreams. This person was dreaming in the book, was going into a dreamscape that was this completely other reality, And it was, they were actually living between the two realities, like Mm. very vibrantly. Mm -hmm. And it was set in 2150, that new reality. And everyone's tunics vibrated at your resonance, like where Mm. your energy frequency was. Mm -hmm. That's so so cool. Instead (laughs) of having this ego thing, we're like, Oh, well, I know what I'm, t- well, well, I know it also. Well, so yeah. do I. Well, I know stuff too. Yeah. All this stuff we do. As yeah. You know, like instead of doing that, how much more conducive to growth and learning would it be if I'm like, well, Isla, you're a five. You got a five tunic. I'm a three. You know, Well, you tell me, I want to get, I want to become a tell five. Me about like, tell me Tell me what I need yeah. to know. Yeah. Like give me the goods. Yeah. You know, if we could do that with each other and realize where one another really is in kind of our experience of reality. It's not that anyone's better or more knowledgeable. It's just our experiences. We each have a facet that another person doesn't and we can actually learn from it. So if we could learn to receive instead of judge from one another and receive our gifts and realize that Someone being really vibrant in their gifts is like, well, you want to know more about that? Like, ask them something. Like, mm-hmm. don't compete with them. Mm-hmm. And that's hierarchy. Again, if you're going back to comp- competition mm-hmm. or judging, it is hierarchy. And mm-hmm. hierarchy is duality. And duality is set in the master slave programming. And we want to bust all that and come into unity consciousness, which means we're all empowered, amazing beings. Full of our own gifts, knowing who we are, all radiating in our knowledge, presence, experience, and that each is valuable, but each is totally different and and different flow in that stream, and it may be a different, um, you know, vibration. And in that book, it was like ones and twos lived to live nearby, and then had like meetings with the four once a week. <laughs> and fours, and you're working on as a three and a four. Maybe you're working on telepathy, yeah. and you're working on moving kinesthetics, and it's you're working on specific tools and gifts so mm. that you expand forward in the, in, the, in the whole of spiritual evolution.
0: And for you, and whoever you are. yeah,
1: Right, for who yeah. you are, exactly, right. not about anybody
0: else. Right, recognizing yourself and your, also what you're passionate about. I feel passionate about these things, so I'm going to focus more on those things where someone else is over here. But we can all, like you say with the facets, we come together and we, we're all one.
1: Exactly, yeah. yeah. And in the vibration, so you realize that, like, for instance, you could be a, an engineer, and I'm a surfer, mm-hmm. but we both are vibrating at a six, mm-hmm. let's say, and our and, and like our you kind of it's like our vibrational understanding is what mm-hmm. you can kind of think of it as we would actually understand the same thing, but just from a totally different angle. Mm-hmm. Like, but we're like, we would get each other. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. Because I, I can relay it to when I'm on a wave and like if I don't jump, you know, I'm gonna pearl. It, there's all these metaphors within anything you do because the bottom line is if you are been good at something, you mm-hmm. can get good at anything.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. once you know how to be good at something, you know how to be good at anything because it's the same process. How did you get there? You practiced every day. You repeated, learning and practice, learning and practice. You, and practice, you, cons- yes. you did a consistent application. That's right. how you get good at anything. So right. once you've in mastery or in in exceptional work of anything, you have the building blocks to get good at mm-hmm. anything else.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, it makes me think of music because music is something that. Everyone can do, and there are certainly some people who excel at it, and they maybe they go to professional. But any of us can learn and practice and have an experience of of it.
1: Well, you and I, Isla, we could do that right now. I mean, we can sing any old time.
0: All right, it's time for a break. (laughs) We're going to take a quick station break and come right back. If you want to give us a call, uh, dial in at 884-5657 after the break. Aloha, North Kohala. Kohala Cares has moved its weekly food drive from Sushi Rock to the Hub parking lot. Those in need can drive to the parking lot and pick up a bag of groceries. Pickup begins at 4.30, every Wednesday. Please wear a mask. Donations, especially produce, will be accepted Tuesday from 1.30 to 4, and Wednesday from 3 to 4.30. We want to thank all our donors and volunteers for making all this happen. Remember, we're all in this together. Mahalo. Woman, sister,
1: do you hear me? The giver of life your blood
0: is this is Ida Allgood of women's voices tune in on Monday and Wednesday from 4 till 6 p.m to listen to women from around the world around Hawaii songs with positive and empowering messages on KNKRLP 96.1 FM Monday and Wednesday 4 to 6 pm
1: the trees in the
0: forest. Aloha, you're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM Kohala. This is I All Good with Ana Anacadillo, and we're doing Intuitive Talk Story, and I thought I'd start talking a little bit, uh, something that came up for me yesterday had to do with dreams, and um, I know more and more people are having some vivid dreams, and kind of on a regular basis, so if that's you, or even if you want to, I mean, you can put that out into your uh, universe and say, I want to have more dreams and more meaningful dreams is what I asked for. Anyway, the other day uh, I woke up from this dream and as I was looking at it and it had to do with, um, at the end of the dream, there was my daughter who's 35 and uh, she was outside and she was calling for me to uh, let me in, let me in. Uh, she was locked out, and, and where I was, we were on lockdown, so interesting words that came up, and at first I thought, because I do have a tel- telepathic connection with her, a psychic connection, I thought, well, I wonder what's going on with her. That's my first thought right away, and then I thought, well, I, I can't talk to her right now, so w- what if she is me in the dream? What is that going to tell me? So sometimes, and then I, I kind of went down that path and started to look at what, what am I possibly locking myself out of? What do I need to, to let in about me? So when you look at your dream and you see somebody you know, uh, maybe it's about them. Maybe it's about you. Maybe it's about both. Uh, it's just another way to look at the characters in your dreams more than uh, the kind of our left brain where, oh, it was Sue and Mary and Lehua in my dream. Well, maybe they were there, but maybe they were parts of you trying to communicate something, that your soul is trying to tell you something in the space of your dream where you're not thinking. Uh, it's an opportunity for our our soul to talk to us.
1: Absolutely. Um, mm. A lot of times you can work out deep problems in your sleep. You mm. know, I know people who actually go to sleep to do that, mm-hmm. to work something out, because you can access it easier in that space. And then what you were bringing up for those who wanna, want to dream more, want to experience more dreaming, another thing you can do is, is start writing down your dreams. When mm-hmm. you wake up and start remembering, just immediately start writing as much as you can. Have a be, you know a journal at your bedside because the more you remember and write down the more you'll actually remember and dream continue to remember if yeah. you write it if you journal it every mm-hmm. morning and then um i and then honestly a lot of people are there's a lot going on in the <laughs> dreams is a big topic really because you're talking about uh, dimensional spaces because yeah. you're moving in the dimensional spaces when you are um, dreaming right um, many people I mean depending on who you are perhaps you're astral perhaps you are traveling in your sleep you know going somewhere in your sleep so that brings up protection in my world um, which I think is applicable to everyone every day anytime anywhere which is staying spiritually protected and um, Again, I have a YouTube channel, M-I-C-H-A-L, um, Anna M-I-C-H-A-L-A-N-N-A. There are a lot of meditations and they're really visual, prayer visualizations, honestly. They're energetic tools to help you do things to manage your energy and, and your spiritual mana so that you can have it, you know, flow through life with ease and grace. That's the goal, to be able to move, you know, move in your gifts and experience yourself fully. So, Those tools, which we talked about earlier as being the foundational belief that it's a spiritual, that you are a spirit having a physical experience. So in that foundational belief, you know, I need to do my tools every day to protect my space. I need to ground. I need to connect to source, protect. And also before you sleep, because when you're sleeping, you're moving into other realms. So it's really great to protect your sleep. An easy way to do that is put yourself in a golden orb of light, and then put your house in a golden orb, your room, then your house, then your, your whatever, continue on if you'd like, your town, um, and just seeing, you can also intentionalize if you don't speak with your spirit guides, you can be, learn to, um, you can just ask mm-hmm. to start speaking to them, just say out loud, I want to start understanding, I want to speak to my spirit guides, show me the way, pray, ask. Mm -hmm. ask and you shall receive. So the more you ask for something, the more it will come into your reality and you will be able to access those places and talk to your guides and access different information because this really is a fourth dimensional reality that we're really living in and you're seeing it on a third dimensional reality, but it's really all happening on this fourth dimensional reality. And we're kind of the, you know, The goal is moving into more of a fifth dimensional reality where we are in harmony, in conscious awareness, we are able to self-reflect, um, take responsibility for ourselves um, without having defense or pretense and be able to move forward in a creative, co-creative process with respect and love for one another.
0: Hmm, that feels yummy. Yes, mm, <laughs> so yummy. Um, yeah, so you were talking about third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, and um, earlier today uh, I was uh, engineering for uh, Tutu's Talk Story and Holly had Nani Svensson on, and she was talking about growing up in the valley, in the mountains, over Pololuwe, and uh, what I really took away from her love of that experience was her connection to uh the earth and the spirit of the earth and uh and then how she set out to recreate that at her garden uh, over by Keokea. So it's and then other people get to have that experience when they go there. So as we grow and change, we create this uh, harmonic loving space so that others can also be part of that it's all part of our interactions Uh, letting go of the old is is a really big part of that as we've been talking about limiting beliefs letting go of limiting beliefs and letting go uh, sometimes we have to let go of certain types of people or relationships as we move because we're just going someplace that maybe they're not they're not there yet or wanting to go there yet and it's okay because there's new people that you will resonate with so uh, and that's that's the the acknowledging the fear of oh boy if i change too much you know these people aren't going to want to hang out with me anymore and it's okay, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be provided for. Think of
1: it like this fabulous novel <laughs> and you are the the main uh. character. When you read a novel, I mean, read any fantasy novel, any fiction book, there's, every chapter isn't just like, they were in there doing the one thing you're you're on a journey yeah, you're yeah. on a magical journey it is magical march after all you are on a <laughs> magical journey and literally it just cha- the chapters change and groove and and be grateful i just love to think of it this way for me it's just every part i know everything is constantly changing that is also such a foundational belief for me that i am just so excited and happy to be experiencing what i'm experiencing right now cuz i know it will change Like I know everything's going to change again soon. So I'm just going to enjoy right what I'm doing because well I don't know, but it's going to change. So if I don't just enjoy this, I'll miss it. So I just have this, like, I want to just eat up every piece of my moment (laughs) because I know it's, it's changing all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and also, you know, like as you heal, literally as you heal your trauma and you let go of these attachments, these beliefs. I'm telling you, you just feel different. You yeah. don't feel the same way anymore. And another component of that, guys, which I we talked about before, but is health. It really does matter what you put in your body. Yeah. I didn't really, I mean, over the years, I've been really pretty healthy, Over you know, for many years, 20 years. You know, I've been on this more of an organic, good eating path, et cetera. But I still would eat a lot of, you know, this and that. i have... Has something makes sugar. The big, this is the number one gig, basically, S- get sugar out of your life yeah. because sugar, high fructose corn syrup, white sugar, sugar, period, is feeding everything you don't want. It's feeding parasites. It's feeding bacteria. It's feeding you know, dis disease. It's feeding your fear. It's feeding all of it. Right. It, so it affects
0: your brain. It affects everything. your body in a negative way. It's not going to get you closer to joy. Right. It may feel like. Joy in the rush. moment it when you get like it. might like rush. That's you might right.
1: be like, woo, woo. And then you fall and crash hard.
0: Yeah. And we're talking about the the added sugars, not you have an fruit apple and it different. has has sugar in it. No, not, not talking that. Talking about
1: specifically white sugar. White sugar. Brown sugar. fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Brown sugar. Actual yeah. Yeah. sugar. Yeah. But if you're eating a piece of fruit that has natural sugars. So not a an lovely apple. thing. Not an apple. <laughs> we're not to tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> And and we have brought this up before, but if, you, um, you know, because sugar, candida, for instance, mm. is a condition when you have too much sugars in your body and you also can get holly rot. When you get candida, you get holly rot, which is, you What's know, that? the spots on your back. Oh, I got, I the got kind,
0: that and I don't eat sugar.
1: Well, but the holly rot, no, that's <laughs> a small kind different, but they, that, that will sort of small kind oh you know what i can help you a little bit with that <laughs> we're having a potty Pati- arco potty arco gel is really good for the external guys um i get that from nature sunshine by the way mm. but um but i'll turn you out of that isla but the we'll potty Pati- arco later. but candida in general the sh- it also makes you emotional yeah See, you're swinging from highs to lows for ladies you feel like you're on your you know your are you're pre-moon like all the time (laughs) when you have too much sugar in the body. So cleansing the body, getting on an alkalizing diet, you want your pH to be in like the 6.5 to 7.5 range. If you don't know what that means, your pH is where your body is either acidic or alkaline. You don't want your body to be too acidic. Sugars and um, meats and a lot of those... Things that convert to sugar, all foods that are like white convert to sugar. Yeah. Everything white converts to sugar. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is acidic. White potatoes. Yep, it's converts to sugar.
0: You know, I was at alkalizing. The wait, what was go that?
1: Go ahead. Alkalizing is the veggies, the yeah. greens, um, the fruits, and uh, good healthy grains. hmm And I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't
0: know. That's not my area. I'm not going to pretend to know.
1: Well, I'm not (laughs) pretending to know this, but my my mama is a nutritionist and iridologist. Is where Mm. I've gleaned a lot of my health knowledge. She's Mm. been my um, my teacher and Mm my 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 doctor. So Mm. I've gotten to learn this from her. Um, She'd be better at at describing it, though, to be honest. It's not Mm. my expertise. No,
0: but people can research it for themselves. Yes, absolutely. Look for places to learn more about uh, the effects of, of sugar or how to have a more alkaline body and why that is good. It's, absolutely there's plenty of information that's out there I, I just wanted to say that I went to the dentist the other day and she advised me to rinse my mouth with baking soda and water and I never heard of that oh, to yeah. make it more alkaline yeah um so I'm I'm doing it it's not the most uh, you know like fun thing to do in the world but it feels like it's good for me so I'll do it the
1: other thing a couple things i l- to little ones I like. I do um, lemon water. Bef- like The mm. first thing when you get up, you can do lemon water, and that helps to alkalize your body. Also, apple cider vinegar, like a little shot of apple cider vinegar in the morning. You drink that? I don't because I don't need to, but yeah. if I were really acidic, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, um, I know the lemon water is to be- good. To become more alkaline. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, there's a lot of really great tips out there. And um, so check it out because, um, well, the point was is really it matters. It does help yeah. your energetic, your spiritual harmony. It's a it's a trinity. It's mind, body, spirit. We have to do all of it. We have to want to be in harmony and are stocking our mind. These things we talk about with limiting beliefs, etc. Right. You know, the physical is putting what do you want in your vehicle? This is your car. It's your vessel, you know. If you know, like it's you want to drive a Lamborghini or you want to drive a Pinto, you know what I'm saying? You
0: know, well, and it's up if to you. you. <laughs> part of loving yourself unconditionally is loving your body
1: enough to put in what
0: is good for well, it. Well, and
1: if you got a nice big Cadillac, you want it to be clean and and nice and room, you know. Whatever you got, make it nice. Yeah. Whatever you got, yeah. love it. Whatever yeah. your your flavor is, enjoy it. Like. Go for it. We want I want to see all of y'all y- as you, like your vibrant you. Yes. Let's bring each of us with our own little Shazam to the table. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mhm. Absolutely. Mhm. Where do you want to go now? It's 344. Anybody have any comments or questions? Give Who's us a call. Who's got a question? Eight eight We'd love to hear from you. Find out what's going on in your corner of the world right now. It's a beautiful day out here in uh, North Kohala, palm trees swaying in it, the breeze. It is a
1: beautiful day. We're very blessed to have yeah. um, you know sunshine and uh, amazing clean wind. air and wind. And mm. that's another thing. We always bring us up, but I can't stress it enough because another component that helps us is gratitude. Whenever you're feeling mm. all um shmur in yourself, you can always remember what to be grateful for because guaranteed, guaranteed, you got something to be grateful for. I yeah. got so many things. I mean, like a hot shower for me is just like <sighs> gratitude. You know, I've taken lots of cold bucket showers in Africa and in Guinea at our school and we we, you know, the kind. It's, um, <laughs> you know, you can so see you're grateful for a hot shower. <laughs> you know, like that's that's yeah. a nice thing. Yeah,
0: it's a great way to get out of a, a mood too. If you're if you're griping with somebody or they really irritated you and you're just in that place, if you just take a few breaths and then say, all right, what can I be grateful for right now? And it could be the fact that you're alive. You know, it could be that you're standing up, (laughs) that you're able to walk, that you're able to have some food in your stomach. I was just hearing that there's a horrible famine going on in Yemen today. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Not to mention
1: the stuff been going on in Texas, the poor people there freezing and having no food on their shelves, no water, no electricity. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. It's really hard times. It's such a, so now is more than ever a time to be grateful. And also- to pray for our fellow citizens, our fellow people. I just want to remind all of you how powerful you are and that your prayer works, that your prayer is powerful. Speaking out of your mouth for yourself, the things you want in your own being, in your own reality, but also speaking out what we want for our world, for our communities, believing, trusting, have faith. Have faith out there. I say to you, have yeah. faith and more than yourself. Know that we are one. We are in this together. And it is about all of us lifting ourselves up. Don't mm-hmm. give in to whatever chatter you hear that wants to take you downward. Release that. Cut that away literally and figuratively with your breath, with your in- energy. Whew. Make yourself free of that which does not serve you so that you can really... Exude your own essence really be in your own strength and power more than ever it, That ask is upon us because the truly the only power that can be taken from you is that which you give away
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking about praying for other people uh, something that I've been doing more of uh, not always as a prayer but more of asking for divine light and love and healing to go to a particular person who is actually uh, having some really bad behaviors, yeah, some really fair. negative behaviors, um, people I don't agree with. You know, it doesn't oh, matter. Send them
1: love. Yes. Send them you love. It doesn't, you don't be, like, it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be my better. love that
0: mm-hmm. I, d- I love them. But I can ask the love. universe to bring them, you know, this beautiful light and love so that they can raise to wherever they need to go.
1: That's interesting that you just made that differentiation for there yourself. There is a distinction yeah, for me. Yeah, I can see that. I can yes. almost feel like you have someone in mind. <laughs> I, like I can feel it all of a sudden like, hmm. So, well, let me, can I tell you
0: something about that? So the reason I do that is because there are people who are no longer in my life, but I wish them well, but I don't want the cord of love to be attached from me to them. Ah, I, s- oh. I want it to go from, from divine
1: to them. I want to speak on that, okay. my sister. Amen. And that is this: you don't need a cord to <sighs> anyone. I don't care if they're your juicy soulmate love. <laughs> no cords to nobody, but the infinite source light. There should there's no holding back on our love. You don't have to monitor it like that. You don't have to make distinctions and put it in a little category, because the truth is, when we love ourselves, well, I am you, Isla, even even that guy I hate over there, Mm. I'm him too, because I am all that I am. So in that, it's infinite love, and my love is not a cord with a string that attaches to anyone, it's love that Mm. radiates, because love is not an emotion, Mm -hmm. love is a frequency, you can radiate in the frequency, vibration of love all day, every day. Doesn't mean you're Making love to everything doesn't mean you're, you know, <laughs> you're know, they're your best friends with everything. It just means mm-hmm. you're resonating in the vibration of love. Like, I truly love everyone, to be honest. I really do. Every person I see, I love them. I don't necessarily we're not going to go home and hang out. I don't go to their house. But I love that person. Like, I'm so glad to see their smile. Like, I'm just like, I love you. I just, you're great. Like, I don't even know you, but you're fabulous. Like, I feel like <sighs> that a lot about, well, everyone. And so, and, it, and so... It, It's a vibration, and our emotional love, that's more if you're going into Eros love or love for a familial love. We have different kinds of love we do for relationships, but even then, no cords, people. Don't be cording nobody, unless you're a mama and you got a young child, then you have a cord until they're a certain age, and then you cut it. But otherwise, no cords to anyone. That's part of our daily practice in our meditation and in my prayer visualizations that you'll find. And that is to cut cords with all sentient beings on a daily basis, mm-hmm. connecting yourself to the God of your heart and each being to the God of theirs, so that we can all resonate from our own information as our own shiny, beautiful diamond facet, and we can reflect and share with one another.
0: All right. So I'm going to have to meditate on the whole love thing. Yeah. I appreciate your perspective <laughs> and, and it's good for people to hear that different perspectives and find your truth, you know, uh, when, we're, when we're in that, what came up for me, I'd like to ask you this because you do healing work with people. Yes. Something I was taught a long time ago, 30 years ago when, uh, with energy healing is that do not, I do not use my own hea- energy for healing. I channel energy for healing so that I'm not draining myself. Any thoughts about that? Oh, lots of thoughts.
1: Of oh, course. good. I've <laughs> been doing this 22 years. Yes. Got a lot of thoughts. Um, let's see. So, absolutely, I do not use my own energy. Now, you, that's different. So now you're making, this gets into maybe where you're thinking from before. Mm-hmm. So my personal mana versus universal flow, I channel a lot. I'm. That's kind of my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I channel, therefore I am. So... Um, that channeling is all universal. It's not my own essence. Again, back to protection. For me, I have a mm-hmm. lot of practices that I utilize. Um, I'm very protected. I'm actually moving energy into certain places. I'm releasing it to with my spirit guides. I'm working not alone. I'm working with divine light source yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. and And I'm absolutely using just, in general, I don't really use my personal energy, though. In general, I fill myself up and then I just connect into source light and I'm just radiating source light through me. So when I go out into the town, let's say, and I'm Mm -hmm. telling you I see someone and I just love them, that's not my personal mana. At that moment, either Mm -hmm. I'm not in personal mana. I'm just in the vibration of love Mm. because it's the same feeling. I feel Mm. that all the time, Mm -hmm. and you come into my field, and well, you're God too, and Mm -hmm. I love you too, Mm -hmm. and so it feels like that. And 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 to work with people, I have to feel that way in order. I can't Mm. help them. I can't help people if I don't love them. And Mm -hmm. and in essence, so it's this vibration of love because. I also have looked at all of my dark dark places so someone else's darkness doesn't bring up a, a thing in me for myself sure. anymore yeah. so because I'm like met my darkness I'm not afraid of it like I know how horrible I can be <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know you know what I mean yeah you it's- are you you you're not hiding it. You're no. not stuffing it down. I'm not stuffing it down. Yeah. So yeah. I think we there's things and we still have some energy on something. It feels like Charge. I have to, I have to resist it. Yeah. I have to push it away yeah. because there's energy and here's the secret there, Isla. Embrace. Yeah, Because your programs will do the same. They'll tell you, don't meditate. When you're you're triggered or you're in your program, it's going to tell you, you don't need to do that. You don't have time to meditate. You don't have time to go sit and do that. Oh, you know, that's stupid. And it will do everything to get you to not do something to help yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have to push through that resistance and say, I embrace. Even when I I, I really don't want to talk. Okay, yes, I'm... (laughs) Uh-huh okay, <laughs> breathing, I'm breathing breathing, and i I will what would you like to say to me? Yeah. You have to go there and we have to push through our own resistance, yeah that resistance is going to happen again and again until it breaks like mm-hmm. through multiple layers to get to always embracing
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm so when you're when you work with people uh you're bringing through energy through you and where are you in that process are you do you feel charged energetically charged do you feel drained
1: I never feel drained because yeah. again I'm not using my own energy so how could I feel drained yeah I'm just um like Vassaling so I'm always here like you yeah know, yeah, in, yeah in my conscious mind um, and so uh, I don't know the way I would explain. Everybody who does energetic or spiritual work obviously has their own way. There's no right way for this. Everyone's way is their way—the way you see, the way you experience it. Sure. And for me, I sense more. I see. I do see pictures. I do see things, and they're like their message. They're kind of a a sensing it's not sometimes like an elaborate artwork picture in my mind it's more right. like a sensing right. you're less
0: visual and more sense
1: sensing yeah but then I yeah. can see a picture within my mind but it's more like the energy creates the picture yeah it's more like an energy I sense into the energy and then I can sense what's there and then I'm moving it and I'm releasing it and often you know talking with you about it right. so that you can become your conscious mind to move it as well because they're just energies that are in your being that are stuck Based on a belief of, right. of something you think about yourself, because really most things in your body are not actual physical pains. It's mm-hmm. energy, and it actually can go away like that if you want. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's possible. So and, and so <laughs> you know it it's about. Um, so for me, working with individuals is about being really clear. I'm very clear what's mine, and I'm yeah. very clear what is someone else's. Yeah, I am not involved energetically. I've I've contained my energy I'm like I've prepared myself to be in many like you know I'm here to serve this being and right. to receive what is needed for this being and I pray before every session with my clients I create sacred space we we create a space that can healing can take place in mm-hmm. so that it's sacred and safe and and connected and then mm-hmm. we close that space. Mm-hmm. So that's also energetically. And I don't encourage anyone to just play in energetic fields, right? You know, because it is there is real things, and yeah, yeah. and it's about being smart and clear, and it's about pure heartedness. Yeah, you know, and honesty. Everything's the same, but are you in service to self or in service to others? Mm-hmm. It's simple. In that
0: moment, yeah. No,
1: all the time. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, the path mm-hmm. is clear. Are you in service to self? Or service to others
0: mm-hmm but when you say are you in service to self or service to others but you need to take care of yourself let me see in service to others let me say it a different
1: way yeah are you in a path of I own the power okay. or I am oh a that's vessel a big difference. of God's love yeah. and power yeah it's the ownership of power where right. I want to be powerful that's yeah. the fear that's the evil versus uh, versus I am part of a whole and right. we are all in it together and we are all empowered through the spirit of God or however you like to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, so those to me are the two basic, it's a really example. Like I You're understand. either choosing this or that. Yeah. So in each moment you're choosing that path and you're choosing to be... um I say in service to others, but that doesn't discount what you're going to, which is a whole other thing, which is taking care of yourself and and self-care.
0: No, you made it clear. You made it clear. And, and being we're coming to the end, I want to say that that has been our intention in being here is to channel whatever, whatever communication, whatever we can say that, that we hear. I hear, I tend to hear spirit, Mm -hmm. um, whatever can help you, the, the listener, And we're part of that process, but we're here to serve the community. Correct. We're doing this
1: to share with all of you Yeah. because we hope this is a value that to hear us talk about these things and to share little pieces of of maybe that you're just not alone that there are a lot of other people who are experiencing things and right now if you are someone who's peeling the layers away and you need more tools please reach out like we're here you know where to find us we're right here in town exactly reach out I mean I I do work with many people in a small town and you can
0: find us through KNKR website you can you know send it there's some way to send an email to somebody yeah totally please reach out but
1: the goal here is to give tools and for me I really felt spirit lead me to want to reach out more in these last couple years because honestly I had spent the last 21 20 years 21 years healing myself and so once I healed my own trauma I feel like well gosh I can be of more service because I understand how to heal it because I've done it with myself and you know there's real concrete things there and it's not easy and and I I didn't really have someone helping me so I love that I can have I mean I did I had many people along the path let me not say that and I honor each and every one of them because they all came at right times to help me in exactly what I needed in that exact moment but um, I didn't have someone like myself who is actually able to